Open enrollment season is here, and I want you to be prepared. Learn what you need to know so that you can choose an affordable health care insurance plan that covers your family's needs. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. How would you like to get a jump start on your finances next year so things run a lot smoother and it's easier to hit your family and financial goals faster? That might very well be the case if you take the time now to carefully go over your options during open enrollment season so that you're maximizing your benefits. I know it might not seem like the most exciting thing to do when you get that digital packet, but you can have some huge wins with your finances if you take the time to really research your options. With open enrollment, there are typically a lot of different decisions you're going to make, but health insurance is usually the biggest one families worry about, and understandably so. Health insurance can be expensive. A recent health employer benefit survey found that the average premium for family coverage is $22,463 per year. Of course, that includes what your employer pays, but they're only covering a percentage. I was digging around and I found that on average, employees are paying $6,106 per year for their family plan premiums. Now you add in on top of that co-pays and your deductible and health insurance can get pretty pricey. Now you can see why it's important to find the right plan for you and your family. You might feel the way we did years ago, trying to strike that balance. On one hand, handing over so much money month after month when basically we're just using it for well visits can seem a bit of a waste. But then on the other side, we really didn't want to be undercovered either. Have you seen the bills from doctor's offices or hospital? Medical debt can be a significant weight on you. So if you're fortunate, your human resources department will prepare a side-by-side analysis, helping you look at the major components of the different options. Still, you have to do the research because your family's particular needs, maybe one of you in the family is dealing with a chronic health issue, That's something you're going to have to dig into to make sure whether or not specific things are covered. How do you sort through things? Today, we're going to dive into some essentials that you need to know so that you can work together as a family and find the best option for you. In this episode, we're going to discuss exactly how co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, all of that work so that you know what's coming out of your pocket and what's covered and how to compare the plans that you're work offers? What questions should you discuss together? And then the ins and outs of options like high deductible plans and health savings accounts. Are they really a good deal for your family? We have a lot to cover, so let's get started. Before you can sort through and really compare your health plan options, it pays to make sure you have a clear understanding of the terms, because a lot of that is thrown in the packets, and you want to make sure you're doing an apples-to-apples comparison. Let's start off with premiums. Those are the payments that you make to your insurance provider to maintain coverage. 
And when they show those plans, they usually break it down by per paycheck or per month. The goal here is you're trying to strike a balance between finding a reasonable premium for your budget, but making sure that your family's still adequately covered. The next one is deductions. This is the amount that you must pay out of pocket before your insurance coverage kicks in. You really want to make sure that you understand what the deductible amount is since you're responsible for it. Next, co-pays versus co-insurance. Those two sometimes can be confusing, but co-pays are the flat fees, or you can think of fixed amounts that you pay for specific services, like when you're picking up your prescription or you're going to your doctor. On the other hand, co-insurance is a percentage of the cost that you're responsible after meeting your deductible. Knowing the difference between co-pays and co-insurance can help you anticipate your out-of-pocket expenses. Those out-of-pocket expenses are the costs you're responsible for paying beyond your insurance coverage. The next few terms are the type of different plans that your employer may offer. The first one is a preferred provider organization or PPO. And what that is, it offers a network of healthcare providers that you can use. Typically, these plans give you more choices when it comes to who you select for your health care, but the trade-off with that is higher out-of-pocket costs, such as more that you have to pay for your premiums and your co-pays. The next type is the health maintenance organizations or HMOs, and the focus here is keeping costs low, which can be great on one hand if your budget is tight, the premiums tend to be a little bit lower, but it comes with restrictions. Again, everything comes with a trade-off. And in this case, a lot of it is flexibility of care available to you, which providers are in network. And typically with these plans, you have to have a referral before you go to a specialist. Finally, the last type of health insurance plan I want to talk about are high deductible plans. The name says it all right there. Your deductible is higher than we'll just call it the base plan that your employer may offer. The trade-off, though, is that you'll have lower monthly premiums. The reason for that is insurance companies are now switching the responsibility from them and having you cover some of the costs. Depending on what type of health insurance plan you go with, you may have access to one of these two accounts. With a flexible spending account, This money is like a cash account. It's kind of like a little fixed savings account that you have that can be used for medical expenses. Also, items like your contact lenses, glasses, the test strips for your blood sugar, which can be really handy because this money is taken out pre-tax. The catch is whatever you don't use by the end of the year, it's gone. Now, if you have a high deductible plan, you can open up and contribute towards a health savings account. And like an FSA, you can use this account to take care of health-related expenses, but here's the big difference. Whatever you don't use for that year, you keep. It rolls over. It can grow over the years. And with the way it's designed, it can be used as a resource. Say if you're healthy, relatively healthy, you're building up that savings, you could use that during your retirement for health expenses. Okay, I know it feels like we did a bit of alphabet soup there with some of these terms, but I wanted you to have a quick summary of key accounts and expenses you need to know with health insurance. 
Now that you have a clear idea of the terms and have an understanding of the different types of insurance plans, I want to give you some questions to consider and discuss that will hopefully make it a lot clearer of what the better option is for you. The first one is, what are the monthly premiums for each plan? How much are the deductibles for each plan? And these seem pretty simple, but you may be surprised, for example, that the deductible on the high deductible plan isn't that much different than the other plan that your employer may offer. What you want to look at are the co-pays for doctor's visits, specialists, prescriptions. And if you meet your deductible, what's the coinsurance percentage for the plans? And then finally, what is the maximum out-of-pocket limit for each plan? Now, these questions are more geared less on the health plan itself, but more in your family's specific needs. Does each plan cover the services and treatments that your family needs? If one or more of you have a chronic health issue, will any of these plans properly cover it? If so, how much of that? How often does your family need medical care? Maybe it's not a chronic issue, but you do go to doctor's visits more than the annual well visits. Do you have enough savings to cover a high deductible if you choose that plan? Now, the flip side of that is, if we go with a high deductible plan, will it be easier for us to save? Finally, how important is flexibility in choosing healthcare providers? Are your current physicians and specialists included in network with the health insurance plan or would they be considered out of network? These questions are meant to just have a discussion, look at the numbers, and of course, if you ever have any questions about your specific options, talk to your human resource department. They can help sort through the different options and what the coverage is so that you can make the best decision for your family. Let's talk a bit more about high deductible plans. While they may offer you a lower monthly premium and a potential way to build up significant savings for health-related expenses through those health savings accounts, that doesn't mean they're the right choice for every family. There are so many different factors to consider besides the cost of your premiums and your deductibles. I can, however, relate to looking at the numbers and feeling like you're not getting the value out of your health insurance plan with that PPO base plan. That was actually the situation we were in a few years back. We have two kids, we're relatively healthy, only using the insurance for annual well visits. And even though we had, quote, downgraded to the basic family plan, it still felt like a significant amount of money was coming out and we hardly used it. Then my husband's employer offered a high deductible plan with the health savings account did some digging, and we had saw that this was a way for us to take some of that savings and monthly premiums and stash that away into a health savings account. But I'll be honest, we didn't sign up for the plan the first year. Why? Because we wanted to see what our actual costs were, and then we ran and compared the numbers ourselves. The next year when open enrollment came around, we did end up making the switch, and we felt confident that it was the right choice for us. We also wanted to make sure we could handle it because with a high deductible health plan, a lot of that burden is shifted towards you. So you definitely have to be aware of your out-of-pocket maximums and your coinsurance. 
having a health savings account has been incredible. We had years where we've, and we're grateful for this, used it for well visits, and then that monthly savings was growing. But this year, we had a lot of doctor's visits, more than normal, but we had the money in the health savings account to cover it. That's something for you to consider as a family. Make sure you are familiar with your family's particular needs and numbers. Just so you know, the HSA contribution limits for a family plan in 2024 are going to be $8,300. Depending on your employer, you may also get another bonus or a perk. For example, my husband's employer will kick in an extra $1,200 a year because we are going with the high deductible plan and the health savings account. So yes, I do get the appeal of automatically wanting to go with the high deductible plan to save on the premiums, but please run the numbers yourself. Make sure it makes financial sense for your family. And if you want to know more about other open enrollment coverage decisions that come up, please check out my interview with certified financial planner, Matt Miner. Besides health insurance, we talk about disability, weighing, dental and vision coverage, and a whole lot more. And I will include that in the show notes. This segment is brought to you by Travel Freely. I know we have some travel hacking families in our community who love using the rewards for family vacations. And there are many who want to join them. However, it can be tough to sort through all the offers. This is where Travel Freely can help. It simplifies your search and makes it easy to find the best offers and deals that fit your family and how they spend. So you are maximizing your rewards. If you want to learn more on how to travel hack your next epic family trip, please go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash travel freely. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first is make sure you run the numbers. When you're navigating through that benefits package doing open enrollment, carefully consider your family's needs and budget for your healthcare, vision, and dental coverage. You're trying to strike that balance between not paying too much and not being adequately covered by your insurance. The best way to do that is to review your expenses, premiums, everything over the last couple of years. This goes right into that second key takeaway, which is have a way to track your numbers. Whether you're using an app, a program that you buy and download, you do it with spreadsheet, pen and paper, I don't care. Whatever you prefer. This is why I'm a huge fan of a lot of money apps, because they automate this. Three I want to mention just off the bat are Empower, Tiller, and Mint. They have three different styles. Depending on your personality and how you approach things with money, one of them may jump out at you as a better fit. What's important is that you start doing it now. When you are able to track your numbers, you can do these reviews. What were our medical expenses? Or any other category that you're trying to optimize your spending and make sure that your budget is aligning with your values. It makes things so much easier. The final one is ask questions. If you're getting health insurance through your job, please check in with your human resources department. They can walk you through the numbers, make sure you understand what the coverage is for each plan, and then you can discuss it as a family to make that decision. 
And if you want to get started, first of all, with getting that foundation, getting your budget in place, make sure you're a part of our community. Besides resources for each episode of the podcast, I also enjoy sharing extra tips, tools to just make it easier to simplify your money, your home, and your life. You can sign up for free at simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. We'd love to have you a part of the community. I hope this episode makes you feel more comfortable sorting through your open enrollment health plan options this year. As always, I'm going to include all the resources we've mentioned today, plus more in the show notes over at Simplify and Enjoy. Next week on the podcast, even though you're not required to do this during open enrollment, a lot of families use this time now to check up on your 401ks. We're going to go over some key things you need to know to make sure your investments are working for you and your family's goals. If you don't want to miss out on that episode, make sure you're subscribed. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and more. Our theme was by Staircases with additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sending in your questions and for sharing your favorite episodes with your friends. I would love to help more families reach their financial goals faster. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.